They keep you up at night. They haunt you in your dreams. They will always find you. And there is no escape. Welcome to the new mini-series, where each day we will hear the scariest, most horrifying tales from both distributors and suppliers throughout the month of October. This is Promo Horrors, the haunting tales of your nightmare orders, hosted by Taylor Borst and Stephen McFadden. Welcome to this episode of Promo Horrors. I am very excited to be joined by my co-host, Taylor Boris with American Solutions for Business. Taylor, how are you doing today? Hey, doing great. Well, we are into the episodes, and I am very, very, very excited about today's episode. And why am I so excited, Taylor? Any idea? Oh, because this is your story, yes, Stephen. Yes, it is. This is my Ooh, story. And let's I am, do it. I've been waiting to tell it, and I am just hoping I am beyond the statute of limitations, so I will not get arrested for the story I'm about to tell. <laughs> uh, but before I do that, I do want to thank our sponsors, Hit Promotional Products. Uh, this is a great time of year to start thinking about them through the month of October as we all get ready for Q4 gifts. Did you know they do kidding and bundling, Taylor? Oh, did, I did. did yep. Yeah. And do did. you know They're they amazing. have edibles through admins? They have lots Ooh. of great, great items that are perfect for the holiday season. So thank you again to Hit Promotional Products. Check them out for all of your Q4 needs. So as we, before we get into this, Taylor, I did want to ask you a Halloween-related question. Do you have any embarrassing things you've ever dressed up for for Halloween? I do. And uh, so yes. it's, it's funny because I, <laughs> I have several, but the one that stands out the most is so embarrassing because I, I don't know how I feel about it now. Um, at the time, I thought I was hilarious. Um, I dressed up as an Ebola patient back in college when... Oh my uh, goodness. <laughs> when that whole, you know, everybody was like freaking out about it. Um, I, you know, how I know... How dare you? I, I know. Um, <laughs> a lot of the girls, you know, that we were going out with had like really cute outfits and they looked awesome. I was wearing um, like a hospital robe and I put like coconut oil in my hair and kind of smeared everything over my face. It was it was not a cute look, but it was so wow. fun. You but definitely yeah, were all in. Yeah, a, a little <laughs> a little shame now because it was pretty insensitive, but. Um, but yeah, that, that's, I think that that's my most embarrassing one. That's pretty great. At least you didn't go as like prop 65 or something like that. <laughs> I don't know how you would do that. But I don't know, be, but I'm sure it, you'd it find a way. A Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Let's are you ready this. to hear I, I my story? Hear it. I have no idea what you're about to tell me. So I'm, I'm excited. Well, good. That's, that will, that will make for a good story. So it says this this story happened several several years ago so um and and i'll just go ahead and tell you a little bit of reader digest version for the end of the story first i'm gonna like script it like a movie maybe i don't know um but we are still with this client and the client still talks about this this order today so just be wary that you know how it ends and it will all end up well no matter what i'm about to tell you so here we go. So we had an order 
for 10,000 water bottles for us, it was for an event. Um, one of our customers, our clients, uh, was actually opening a brand new wing of the hospital and they were sponsoring the uh, Susan G. Kuman, uh Foundation uh, race that's here in, in North Carolina. And um, it was a custom source project. Everyone knows the story um, where you've got a custom project that's probably not going to make it on time, right? So this is what happened to us. So the, the bottles were not going to make it. They just weren't going to make it. They, they shipped like three days before the event air. Um, and it's like a five day air. And so we are, you know, frantic trying to figure out what are we going to do? Like we have to get these here because there's really no alternative to come to replace 10,000 pieces in three days. And so two things were happening. There's kind of two parallel stories here. One is we were, we were, this was before um, a lot of the UPS regulation stuff has changed. So it was at the time where if you called UPS long enough, I don't know if you knew this or not, but you can actually get to a person's cell phone. Like you can oh actually, <laughs> back in the day, you could get to like a person, like at their house on a cell phone, like if you escalated it enough for long enough. And I think that that number is something like seven hours of escalation or something it's you have to be committed so so that's that will no longer happen but it did so we finally got to someone who said okay with your order we we are contacting the pilot of the plane to (laughs) yeah yeah to re-sticker all the boxes so that way once they hit ground they automatically get overnight red you know, to, to, uh, for Saturday delivery, cause the events on a Saturday, <clears throat> but in order to do that, they also had to put customs labels on this in the air. So they send message to the pilot there that he said, you know, you won't know until it lands, like if this actually works, but they are sending it to the pilot who's going to pass it on to the crew. And they're just supposed to go around stickering items and passing them through customs, which I'm sure is not legal. Um, <laughs> You know, wait, wait, they actually what, should was, give. what year did this all happen? <laughs> just to, just to like frame it up. A just little. for context. Yes, yes. <laughs> this was probably nine years ago. Okay. Yeah. So, so maybe a lot of this would not happen today. Oh, <laughs> never, never would this happen. Um, so meanwhile, we need to come up with a backup solution because even if these do make it, you know, it's going to be a, like a 7 a.m. delivery and the check-in for races are super early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, and we don't know if it's going to work, you know, so, <clears throat> so a little shout out to, uh, Jetline Promo in this, in this story. We, they, we actually called them. They're actually pretty local to us. They're outside of South Carolina. And we said, Hey, we need as many pink things as you have blank that I can screen print. And they said, okay, yeah, we'll set stuff by the dock, come get it, you know, today. And this is Friday, the event's Saturday morning. So we drive, I drive to South Carolina, make a, about a nine-hour um, loop uh, early morning Friday back to North Carolina um, to grab pieces from Jetline, which they provided less like, I don't know, several thousand uh, pink, like, fanny pack bags that we were going to try to use as a supplement. And I had uh, worked out a deal with our local screen printer to basically stay overnight with them. And I was just going to order them food and I was going to screen print using their machines. They actually let me use the screen print machine. Oh and, and so we're like all hands on deck, right? So I was like, we're just going to print 
for as long as possible through the evening. We'll pay you guys like whatever, get you food, make you happy, you know, tell (laughs) ghost stories like this. I don't know. Um, So we ended up printing, you know, probably 2,500, 3,000 pieces just through the night up until like four in the morning. And all the while, I'm just always checking the UPS tracker, like seeing if there's any updates. I get one update at like 2.30 in the morning and it says it's in Anchorage, Alaska. I'm like, what wait, in wait, the wait. world? <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> what? So Anchorage is a hub spot for customs. And so typically uh. things will get scanned being in Anchorage, but it's not actually in Anchorage. So of course I'm thinking, well, great. They're in, they're in Alaska. Like there's no way they're going to get here in like five hours, you know, if they're in Alaska. So um, I was like, I don't even know if the plane ride, if you could get here in a plane in five hours from Alaska, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So anyways, that then re-updates to saying like, it's now in North Carolina and I don't know where, you know, I'm just thinking there it's here and it's like, a, it's like a 4:40 AM scan. So I'm like, okay, box up whatever we have at the print shop. I'm going to go drop this off at the race site. Um, but I was looking at the box count and there's no way I'm going to be able to transport 10,000 bottles. I can't really rent a U-Haul at like 4.30 in the morning. I was like, I need a solution here. So I text my parents at like 4 in the morning who text a neighbor at like 4 in the morning and say, hey, can we, you know, my my son's going to come over, grab my truck. Can he just hook it up to your horse trailer and take take they're like yes you can take the horse trailer well and and to be fair too so so your parents they they started the company that you are president of correct correct yep so we all do work together like they they kind of understand you know if you if you text them at four in the morning for a business thing they get it yeah and oh and everyone knew about this order trust me everybody knew what was going into this gotcha gotcha (laughs) it was an ordeal so you pack up the horse trailer (laughs) yeah with hay inside the horse trailer oh my god okay and it's it's an old old horse trailer (laughs) it's not like a glamorous one where you see the manes flowing out of the windows and you're like look at that pretty horse trailer like no this is like a Oh my, I hope no one's inside that horse trailer. (laughs) Um, So we're, so I have, so here's me with my dad's truck, a horse trailer, which I'm sure there's hay blowing out the windows as I drive down the road. (laughs) And um, I've got now the 2,500 fanny pack bags that we printed all night. I drop it off at the race site. And all I have is a notification that says landed UPS North Carolina. That's the details I have to go by. Wow. So Google search frantically, like, all right, where where do things come in? I'm like, well, they must come in at the airport, right? They right. have to come at the airport. Right. And, and I knew because of just randomness, I, I knew where I've seen where the FedEx and UPS planes land, like at the other, other part of the airport. So I'm like, I'm just going to go camp out at the airport and stop every tractor trailer that comes out <laughs> and like literally pull the car in front of it and just see if they have the tracking numbers on their skin. So basically you're telling me that you, you should be on a no-fly list, right? Uh, <laughs> I may be. This is why this is a remote podcast and we're not meeting together today. <laughs> um, 
So I'm as I'm stopping all the trailers, finally a guy one of the trucks looks at me, he's like he's like, Dude, what are you doing? I'm like I was like, I'm desperate. Like I just need I need this order. He's like, It's not gonna be at the airport. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, That's a freight number. That's not an air air number. And I was like oh, oh Okay, we're getting somewhere. It's like, so where could this be? He's like, It's gonna be a, either the Durham or the Raleigh UPS hub. I'm like, Okay. Which those are just to, for reference. Those are not really that close to each other. I mean, they're they are in the state, you know, in the RTP area, but they're you know thirty forty five minutes apart. So I drive to one with the horse trailer. Um, it's like you know, I don't know a, a government building, so it's like locked down, right? It's like not like I can just walk into the building and be like, hey, I'm here to pick up my ten thousand water bottles. So I wait till someone scans their their ID, like, to, to open the gate. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> sneak in, sneak, you know, I'm using air quotes here, with right. a horse trailer in a truck <laughs> through the gate right behind them. They're, like, looking at me like I'm crazy, and I just, like, wave at them and smile. I'm like, I'm like thanks, you know. <laughs> and so I see all the UPS trucks lined up getting loaded for the day, and I park perpendicular to them so none of them can leave. So I block as many of the trucks as I can oh with the horse so trailer. If you're not on a no-fly list, you should be on some sort of list, right? I mean, <laughs> come on. Uh, yeah, it was desperate times, Taylor, <laughs> desperate times. And I, I, so I walked in and I was like, nobody's leaving until I find my boxes. And they're like, who are you? I'm like, there's got to be someone here with, you know, with 10,000, you know, it's it's 150 boxes or 250 boxes. I don't know. It's nine years ago. Sure. And, you had a, ski, uh, so, you had a should, ski mask on for this whole thing, right? Uh, of course. Yeah. I had to <laughs> yeah. make, it, make yeah. it the threat legit. You right. Know? Exactly. And, <laughs> and uh, I see out in the parking lot two UPS trucks back to back. And there's a little bit of gap between them. And I can see they're just throwing boxes between the two of them. So I was like something's weird about this i think this i think this may be my order i just had this hunch i go over and i was like hey you know they can't see me because their trucks are back to back and so i'm like talking through the gaps of their trucks i'm like hey you don't by chance have like 270 boxes with stickers all over them and the guy's like yeah i was like that's my order and he's like who who are you like how did you get in here and and i was like I was like, I, all I can tell you is you're about to deliver it to a location that's closed because it's Saturday. These are supposed to be at this race. I said, if you open one of the boxes up, I promise you this is what's going to be inside of it. And he was like, no, man, I can't do that. And so I grab up. So I like, I go up in the truck and I grab a box and I just open it. And sure enough, it's the it's the pink water bottles. And I was like, see, man, I'm telling you, all these are my water bottles. Wow. He's like, he's like, um, <sighs> okay. He's like, what do you? Uh, what do you want to do? I said, I will end your day. Cause I was like, how many deliveries did you have today? He's like this one. Cause it's so big. I said, tell you what, I'll just give you like 40 bucks right now and I'll just take them all and you're done for the day. He's like, okay. So, <laughs> so oh my God. I was like, just bet, just move your trucks apart and just l- throw them all into this horse trailer here and, uh, and we'll be good to go. And he's like, okay. And so literally just started tossing, um, b- boxes of water bottles into the horse trailer. I get to the event it it started. I mean, that's we knew it was going to be a little late. It's probably you know eight thirty in the morning at this point. Check in was at seven, uh, but the race is going to be going to probably like ten thirty. And there's a sea of people. It's like, you know, fifteen thousand people, 
and there's me, horse trailer, boxes, <laughs> driving down closed roads, trying to get through to like where the, all the check-in is. And some, you know, tell an officer like what's going on. They end up turning on lights and like guiding me through the crowd, a sea of people. And, I, you know, I get there and the client's like, like, oh my gosh, you made it. You know, we got the other stuff, you got us. And, I, and they're like, you know, but we already had check-in. I was like, well, where's the last water station in this event? They're like, it's, you know, it's actually right over here and no one's made it to it yet. I said, okay, new plan. We're going to take all the water bottles over to the water station. I'm going to tell all the people at the water station that I work there or whatever, use these bottles as the, as the water, as the water table, like drinking devices. And so they did. And we got the 10,000 bottles filled with water as they came by and we're passing them out bottles of water. Like it with, with like 30 seconds to spare before the first person like got to that water table. Oh my Um, gosh. That's amazing. (laughs) Oh, that had to feel so good. I mean, oh, yeah. just like the, the amount of relief as you're doing that. It was insane. I mean, there was probably, you know, of course, didn't sleep all evening because I've been screen printing, um, you know, hijacked a airport and a UPS station, you know, just all sorts of great things. <laughs> right, that, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. I mean, okay, so oh. if, you had to, if you had to say like your biggest takeaway or, or what's the biggest tip that you can give somebody based on what you learned so i've kind of always taken away from this um obviously don't don't do anything illegal but (laughs) there's always a way to get something done like we i think we get into the habit of order going south it's the end of the world there's nothing we can Mm -hmm. do like i and, and i feel like there's a there's some truth to that but if if something can be done and it's the day before an event, right? Everyone has the same thing. It's like, it's the day before the event. There's nothing we can do. I'm like, we had the same issue. Like, it was the day before the event. We're 10,000 pieces short and stuff's in, in, in an airplane, right? Right. <clears throat> There's always a way to get something done. Maybe it's not that product, but even if it was just those 2,500 pieces that we ran through the night to help them out, they were going to think we were heroes just for that, you know? And finding those little wins, but... But all in all, like you have to communicate what's going on with your bad orders to your customers too. They they would not have thought we were a hero if I just showed up with the wrong product the day before mm-hmm. the race and was like, "Hey, there's some bad stuff going on. We're this is this is the best we could do." Right. You know, That's they would have hated point. it. Um, but we were telling them all along the way, "Here's what's happening. Here's where it's at. It's delayed. We can't control it. Here's what we're gonna do." And they were like, "Hey, you know, at this point, you obviously are doing everything you can do, and we appreciate it." So. Kind of, kind of twofold, but that, that's what I would say. Awesome. Oh, that's such a great story. Oh my gosh. Um, so I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to just wrap this up with a little Halloween flair, kind of like we opened it. Yeah. But Stephen, what yes. is your favorite Halloween candy? Oh, good one. Um, <laughs> you know those Tootsie Rolls that are not Tootsie Roll flavored, like the, the ones that are oh like fruit fr- fruities. Fruities, right? Yes, is that what they're called? I think Love so. And they, yeah, they're in like every single flavor imaginable. Yeah, they're like they've got like the lemon and the lime and all like the sour oh, kind of flavors and stuff. Wait, okay, there's two different kinds. There's the big kind, like they have like vanilla, which is disgusting. If that's ew. what you're talking about, I'm judging you hardcore. Yeah, they would have vanilla. <laughs> but you like the the tiny ones, right? Yeah, they're the same size oh, as a yeah, normal yeah, yeah. Tootsie Roll. Okay, yeah. okay. And they have yeah, but no vanilla. Get out of here. <laughs> 
Well, awesome. Well, this has been an awesome, awesome episode. Again, thank you to Hit Promotional Products. Check them out for all of your Q4 product needs. They can help you with kitting and bundling projects. They also have edible items, so check them out, uh, the, You know, including the admins line. And Ooh, thanks, we will see. Yep, thank you so much. And we will see you again tomorrow. Thanks, Taylor. Thanks, guys. This has been another episode of Promo Horrors. Tune in tomorrow as we hear another nightmare tale from the promotional products industry.